Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The Junks are presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. If you're looking to be the next five-star HVAC technician or plumber, just go to CropMetcalf.com. You can join their team today. We'll be joined by Daniel Kelly, founder of FirstRoundMock.com. He's got interesting takes. Scout. He loves Spencer Rattler. Mm-hmm. He says uh, he likes Joe Milton. Okay. Joe Milton's an athletic freak. He's like Anthony Richardson-ish. Yeah, he's a big dude. I saw him doing a backflip. Like he can do, and he, you know, we were talking about Drake May throwing the ball 80. Mm-hmm. I think Joe Milton's one of those guys. Um, I don't know what his accomplishments were in college because yeah. he's certainly not hyped like the other guys. But we're having him on because he's got a different take on Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. He's got a different take on Drake May. Now, I think he believes Drake May maybe is a late first-rounder or worthy okay. of that grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'll be interesting to get his take on it because there are a lot of guys who have different well, what, takes. What are the? What's the latest? Like, we had kind of, at least in my brain, I had settled on this notion that we're going to be quarterbacks go basically one, two, three. But maybe I'm wrong. that's still expected. Maybe I'm wrong. If everyone's trashing these guys, yeah, I don't know. Cakes is telling me the the Merrill Hodge interview we did yesterday. All the draft geeks were getting worked up for it on oh, social. Oh, went viral it big got, time. Got some traction. I had no idea. Went, went viral. Everybody's been reporting about it. The, yeah. He said he wouldn't take um, Drake May in the first round. That yeah. was the yeah. big thing. How about the part part where he said that it, uh, Lamar Jackson would never win a Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> I think in Baltimore that would uh, raise some eyebrows. Probably right? would. So there's more, you know, people weighing in on Drake May. This is from former NFL quarterback Kurt Benkert. Mm-hmm. Here's what he has to say about Drake May. Quote, he's a more athletic Mason Rudolph with less arm talent and a lot less accuracy. Mm. That is not a good comp. No. Now, again, this is this is Kurt Benkert, a guy who's, you know, probably been a second or third stringer for a few teams in the NFL. I don't know his I remember, his exact I remember him at UVA. Maybe he was at Green Bay for a while. Maybe. He played, I think Atlanta, he, he, maybe. He, he really didn't play in the NFL. He right. was on four or five teams. He's actually a gamer now okay. with over 200,000 followers on YouTube. Okay. So he must be making bank gaming. But success as a college quarterback and then yeah. – 
was in the NFL, mostly the practice squads. I think I saw he had two snaps. It looks like he just kneeled on the ball at the end of the game because literally it's two snaps for negative one yards rushing. So I'm guessing he just got in victory formation. Yeah. Is, was the only time is he that actually the only played quarterback in the NFL. He, he touched on was May. I mean, I'd, I'd have to look at his account, but he has he has some That's more the one notes. that he broke down. He has more yeah. notes on May, and I don't have to go through all of them, but a few of them are. He says he has a lot of backyard football in his game but doesn't have the athletic upside that I think it requires to live in that world as often as he does. Says he's super raw with his footwork and pocket presence. His ball placement needs serious improvement. But on the positive side, he said, however, dude will stand in there and take a hit while delivering across the middle. Mm -hmm. He's a third down threat as a runner, which is a checked box in the NFL. Mm -hmm. He says, I see the potential upside, but he's got a ways to go to reach it. Well, I, I know you didn't well, like my analogy it's, it's last week. It's funny how some guys hate certain players. Yeah, you know, like you know, Merrill Hodge doesn't think it's a May is a first group rounder. Of quarterbacks. This guy Banker doesn't think he's he's a first rounder, but well, Orlovsky thinks he's the best quarterback in the draft. And so, I know, right? I mean, it's just crazy. It, but this is kind of how <laughs> I see all of these things. And I know Cakes didn't like my analogy last week, but I said Stroud and Richardson were mm-hmm. both drafted high, right? Stroud was drafted based on his college production. Richardson was drafted because he was a project, really, because of his size and his arm strength. So to me, the production guy this year is Jaden Daniels. And I'm not saying his game is like C.J. Stroud's, but he's the production guy. And the project guy, it's, it's actually Drake May because... All the guys who believe Drake May should be the top choice, they're not saying this is because of what he did in college. They're saying it's because of his size. It's because of his arm strength. It's because of what they think he might be able to become. Mm -hmm. It's not because of what he's already done. Well, he didn't put up the stats that Caleb and Daniels did. And there are a lot of people people like we're going to have on later today. I think Spencer Rattler, he certainly wasn't, he's not going to be drafted based on production. No. Or size. I mean, he's tiny. Compared to these other guys. So it's, again, and I've said this a million times, it's just everyone is different. Everyone thinks – some people love Caleb Williams. Some people think he's a fourth-round pick. Some people love Drake May. Some people wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. Um, some people love Jaden Daniels. Some think, people think he's he's too fragile. Um, it's just – they just got to go out and prove it. The, you know? I, I think um, Daniel Kelly, who's the former Jet scout <clears throat> who we're going to have on at 720, uh, he points out with Drake May – it's not the be-all and end-all. His stats aren't the be-all and end-all. But red flags when you see touchdowns go down, interceptions go up, completion percentage goes down mm-hmm. from a year-to-year basis. Well, well, he only played two years. It's, you know, it's not like he played five years. Ben Kirk is, is super popular on social media. And what, what I think is intriguing about him is that he very recently was playing football. Right? right. He was very recently in QB rooms. Mm-hmm. He, you know, I guess he's a Packers fan because he played on the Packers and he was in a room with with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's definitely uh, he, he does a great job because he's so savvy with social media of breaking down the videos and lining stuff up and and showing the difference or similarities between Mason Rudolph and Drake May. But one of the things that he caught my eye was, is he said just because your your QB is six four somewhat athletic and can throw far doesn't mean he's going to be your next Josh Allen or Herbert. Most of you are letting that pipe dream cloud your judgment. Mm-hmm. He said that right after his Drake May review. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I want to say it was either him or it might be the guy who we have coming up at 720 
that said, too, that the ball, even though he's big and he's strong, that the ball doesn't explode off his arm like some of the others. And I want to say Merrill Hodge said that he has a little bit of a hitch. Drake May. Mm -hmm. I want to do this. I I mentioned this after the show. I want us to put our grading chops on the line. You guys have been making fun of me for years. I'm willing to jump back in if you guys also jump back in. So here's what I suggest. I suggest we each take the top three quarterbacks and we critique them on the show. Maybe, and then we, Mike Mark could put it in a little blog or something, make a video out of it. Mm-hmm. And then we each go on record and we do our pros and cons of the top three quarterbacks and where we project them, where did we, what, what we compare them to, and where we think they're going to be. You should expand it. I, I was telling Valdez this last week. We should have a QB ladder where you take your five or six or seven QBs, whatever it is, stack them wherever you want, and then, then it lives. I'm willing to do three. You're really trying to stretch me out no, here. You act, we all know that the other quarterbacks have just as good a shot as I know, as but these Jay are the Daniels top. Or, the I, reason why I say these because these, I think, are the ones that the commanders are interested in drafting, potentially. <laughs> they got guys saying J.J.'s going to go in the top ten. Well, yeah, we don't know. So yeah. you want to add, what, Penix and J.J.? And probably Bo Nix is in there as well. I think I, I, Ben I, Kirk loves Bo Nix. I saw somebody that was loving Bo Nix. If you guys want to do that, uh, uh, you're adding you it work for me. But. You don't have to have those in your ladder. It's You could watch you know, five guys, and you know Jane Daniels might not be in your top Maybe five. you'll fall in love with somebody at the Combine, like Joe Milton. <laughs> yeah, an unknown climbs uh, up your you, ladder. Jason, would you be willing to do it? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're all going to say the same things, I think, about all of them, but okay. Some of us might have project. a more keen scouting eye than others. Yeah, that's what I know. want to try to see if we can determine that. The thing is, is I kind of agree with what Ben Kirk said. I think it's always been my thought that, and I, I, you know, Merrill Hodge agreed with me yesterday. I think it's pretty obvious. The number one trait you need to be able to do is process under pressure. Arm strength's overrated, in my opinion. Size is overrated. In my, none of that matters if you can't process under pressure. And the problem is that's very difficult to ascertain in this co- in these college films, and the, because they just they, yeah it's, it's, they run in bubble screens sure and you know guys are running wide open they got all day to throw it's I think very I'm, difficult to I, find I, I think I'm slowly being talked out of Drake May and sliding <laughs> towards Jaden Daniels just here's the Jake's read some of the Benkert stuff he adds also here are a couple other things he said. I don't think you read this part. He's super raw with his footwork and pocket presence. His ball placement needs serious improvement. But if you go further down, he goes, I see the potential upside, but he's got a ways to go to reach reach it. He also needs to be in a good situation with a good coach and probably a quarterback in front of him to mentor him to get caught up to speed. Ideally, he ends up in a Jordan Love situation, sits for a few years, cleans his game up, well, learns yeah, behind that's, the that's scenes. Not gonna happen. Yeah, I don't like and that then he writes... If he goes to a bad team early in round one and is forced to play, that may be all I mean, she if, wrote. If he slips late first round, that's different. But if he's going top three, he's not sitting behind whatever starter for I mean, unless he completely flubs into the combine, I don't see any way <clears throat> he drops out of the top three. That's just Bankert's opinion. And I, I, I like that he's sticking to it. Somebody joned on him and showed the Drake May video and said less arm talent than Mason Rudolph, though. And this is where he said he can throw far. His release is slow. Both can be true. Well, I don't know any. I don't know why anybody would say he's not athletic or can't run. Drake May can run. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, and he said that in maybe the end not of his critique. He can run on third down. Yeah. Well, he can run on first down. He can run. He's an athletic guy. 
Now he's not Jaden Daniels, right? Yeah, he's but, not that level, but but he's an athletic. He's a plus for his runner. for his size, yeah. he's athletic, right? The reason why I like Daniels is because, like, you're seeing it here with Justin Fields. Like, Justin Fields is okay as a passer. You know, he's hit or miss sometimes, but he he's always able to be saved. Hell, they may not even select any of these guys because of that running ability. Mm-hmm. Is prop is keeping that career alive. The it's rushing, keeping the hope alive. The rushing element provides a floor that the other guys just yes. that the pure so for pocket Daniels passers don't being have. So good with his legs, I think, gives you such a higher floor. Even if he bombs out passing, or he's, maybe he's inconsistent. That running is going to give him more of a floor. Mm-hmm. Even though Drake May can run, he doesn't run like Jaden Daniels. Maybe no. all this stuff's going to change. You know. Uh, EB brought up a good point to Cakes yesterday when Cakes was kind of slamming the guy we're going to have on now. He's like, well, he doesn't know as much as Adam Peters or he'd be a GM. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, Adam Peters could have the same opinion. Here's Benker he could. who says, by the time the combine is done, we may see Spencer Rattler up there. What is? Uh, give me his uh, his MO or, or give me like his uh, vitals. Like you say he's tiny. Yeah, he's, what's he's Rattler's tiny. What's his deal? Give me what is, what's his deal. Like? I don't know. He might be 6'1". So it's same size as Caleb. Well, yeah, but he's, he's he doesn't six, one, he doesn't weigh as much as Caleb. I don't okay, think. Okay, so he's a little thinner. Yeah, but he's the same height as Caleb. Correct. But they list him at six one two seventeen. So I assume by being slighter build, he's probably his arm is probably not as strong as Caleb's. I'm just assuming he, he's not. He's not. In my opinion, he's not Caleb. He got benched for Caleb Williams, right? And then he went to South Carolina, and he he was okay. But yeah, I saw but him play. Did Joe some Burrow bench. get benched for Dwayne Haskins? <clears throat> he did. Wasn't that yes, the thing? correct. Yeah, but Joe Burrow went and won a national championship. I'm, I'm and, just and, saying, and threw sixty touchdowns. Just because you got benched for the guy doesn't mean that you can't be a baller. I don't know. I don't know anything about Spencer I mean, Rattler. I mean, I, know, I was never name. impressed by Spencer Rattler. You know what? He's got number one <clears throat> draft pick name. Definitely a great name. That's a freaking. Unbelievable. Ne- by the way, I've never Bo seen. Bo Nix is a great name. I've never seen a cocky. My name was Bo Nix. But was Spencer Rattler featured on like the Netflix, like a Netflix uh, special? I think so. One of those quarterbacks. He dudes? was the, like in high school, he was the cockiest dude I've ever seen. And like, he, he, he was, was the, the cockier than that kid from uh, that went to all the, all the high school. One you were obsessed with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Take that was the. He was a cockier than Tate no, no, Martell. No. Spencer Rattler is the biggest, was the biggest poison. The worst. Yeah, yes. Tate Martell. Like, More, oh, it way worse jumped off the workout. screen at you. Really? Go yeah, back and he's watch doing workout, it. He's doing workouts with his teammates screaming at him, telling him they suck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know guys like that. Yeah. He's a bad teammate. At least he was in high school. Right. Now, it sounds like he's, you know, he's, he's mellowed he's, out. He's had to eat a few probably, sandwiches He's probably over matured years, a little bit. He, yeah, he's been humbled. Uh-huh. He's been humbled. And right. I think Are you he's holding grown, that against him? <clears throat> holding him being a D-bag in high school? No. Okay. No, I mean... Who wasn't it? Who wasn't a d bag at some point in high school? Most mm. people probably were, not to his level, but mm-hmm. I mean, he's matured now. I, I would think at least a little bit. All right, so but are we all in on this? We grab, why don't you assign us a date for our homework, and then we'll each come in. What do you want? You guys want us to rank what? Top five quarterbacks? Top seven? What do you want? I think the more the better. You can get a better outlook do, on what he, people so think. And you might, you might a, hit on questions. Do we all have to watch the same exact <clears> tape? <throat> like, how's that? How does this work? No, I is think this you independent. Do, do your like own just, independent research. Yeah, independent research. What, mm, the more, more you, the more tape you watch, the more informed your opinion might be. Kate. It's going to be more on the ranking, less on actual breaking down film and all that. But, <clears> but that's the only way so you once, can get to your ranking. Once well, we rank sure, them, yeah, but, then then where do we go from there? We're gonna. I'm gonna get some wood slats. 
with some you could interchangeable names, and you're going to hang okay. it behind you, All right. and it's going to live there for three years. Okay. For who and then you, we're going to brag and yes, crawl yeah. about who was the best, best draft evaluator in 2024. All right. I like it. I like I'm, the concept. I, I, I didn't watch much of J.J. McCarthy, but when I did watch him, I did like Here's him. what I saw him do. He had the ball. Hand it off. <laughs> you know what somebody pointed out? He threw more pa- I think I heard. I think I heard Finley talk he about did. this. I think he passed more than J.J. D'Angelo's did. Who did? J.J. McCarthy. I One of these guys that's up there in the top three right, or four, but... he, pa- he, had, he had more pass attempts than those guys. <laughs> they think... handed off. Listen, I know what I know what you're you're obsessing on. Yeah. That they had a great running game at mm-hmm. Michigan. They did. They probably also had the ball a ton. And I they're one of these top guys, he had more pass attempts then. I'd have to I look that up. I thought it was Jaden Daniels. Am I right about that, <laughs> Drabby? Not sure. So it's not like JJ hmm. McCarthy yes. only threw 150 right. times. Yeah. Takes, did you want to pay me a dollar or something? No, I didn't put well, one. Yeah, but Jane Daniels had big plays. That's the reason. He had big plays. I mean, he was throwing 50-yard touchdowns. Okay. So they were scoring a lot more and scoring quicker. You know, J.J. McCarthy's an offense where it was kind of methodical, and they're running the ball out. Yeah. But in other words, he still dropped back more than Jane Daniels did. It wasn't like all he did was handoff. That's all I'm saying. No, I'm, I'm not saying that either. But I, mean, I understand their offense was geared. You're basing around it on production. It's not you're not drafting them on production. All right, we come back. But, we'll but who knows? I mean, these all these players they might switch spots. I mean, we have no idea. Of course. Right now, all the mock drafts tell us one thing, but that could that could change obviously on draft. Everybody thought Ben Johnson was going to be the head coach here. Everybody thought that. <clears throat> I wish he was the head coach here, but everybody was wrong. I've, I've grown to like Dan Quinn. Who I've, I believe is scheduled to be on the show tomorrow at some scheduled. point. We'll tell That's you awesome. the time for that uh, later. That's TBD. We will continue to talk NFL draft next. Daniel Kelly, former New York Jets scout and founder of firstroundmock.com. He'll join us next on The Fan. Come here. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Later in today's show, we'll give you a chance to win two tickets to go see Luke Bryan. His Mind of a Country Boy tour touches down at Jiffy Lube Live Saturday, June 22nd. So keep listening. We will prompt you when to call in to win those tickets. Can I just point out quickly how a lot of things in the NFL media is nonsense? Sure. Remember all the Belichick rumors that he was going to take over the Chiefs? I do yeah. remember those rumors, yes. Yeah. Andy Reid is about to sign an extension. Yeah, it's going to make him the highest paid coach in the league. He's not retiring anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, well, well, I mean he said he had no intention, so yeah, I guess you've got right. Patrick Mahomes yeah, I mean, in his prime. Like It, it kind of makes sense that to was hang one on for person, a few more years. I think that was one person who threw out the rumor that you know he's going to go, go back it. and spend time with his grandson. I liked it. That was just one person. There was some logic to it. Yeah, there was logic. I but liked it. We were just kind of throwing it out there. But the other part I of me was, was he doesn't was, care that was, much about his family because his family's kind of a disaster. Was it Florio? It might have been Florio. That said that? that yeah, that, that, that threw he the dart at the board. <laughs> I was going to say, it, it makes sense if it was Florio because Florio... He just throws just, all kinds of stuff out No, there. he just tries... I don't think he makes stuff up. He just tries to connect the dots. Yeah, he's, likes a, to play, he's a big Likes to play kind of like story time. Mm-hmm. But he didn't have any sources that was... Florio gets that. killed for it, but the same thing Peter King was doing with... Hey, uh, you know, I don't have any sources, but maybe the Bears Peter are going to trade twice. Peter King, I don't think, is known like... I know, Florio. but I'm just saying a lot of people do that. But point is... I think it was more than one person was was running with the Belichick potentially could be the Chiefs coach if Andy Reid retires. It became kind of in vogue to talk about it, and he's going to sign a big fat extension and probably make twenty million a year. I'm sure he was, and he probably deserves it. All right, let's head over to the BetQL guest hotline. We are joined by Daniel Kelly, former <clears throat> New York Jets scout. He's the founder of FirstRoundMock.com at FirstRoundMock. On Twitter, and he just tweeted a picture of his his radio, a live picture of his radio studio. It looks a lot like uh, a breakfast nook or a, <laughs> uh, a kitchen table with a laptop and some uh, some handwritten he's notes. Got a lot of weird notes, and I do like the fact that he's he's doubling down. He's got both uh, coffee and orange juice to start the morning. What's mm. up, Daniel? How are you? Hey, I'm doing really well, guys. Thank you so much, and. <laughs> And yes, the uh, notes are um, are science all by themselves. <laughs> are we sure you're not a serial killer with these? <laughs> I mean, he's got like it looks like spiral notebook. Yeah, he's got loose. He's leaf. got the old school loose leaf. Yeah, he's, you know what? That tells me like an eccentric brain that 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 is at work here. So I kind of like it. Hey, before we get into some of your opinions on these quarterbacks, and the reason we're having you on is because the Commanders have the number two pick. And we expect them to take one of these quarterbacks. It's been hyped up to be Jaden Daniels or Drake May, assuming Caleb Williams goes number one. And you've got a lot of different opinions, and we'll get into that. Give us your credentials on how you became an NFL scout. Like, what did you do before? How did you become an NFL scout for the Jets? Yeah, absolutely. I'll be happy to um, to our listeners. Uh, grew up in Minnesota, a fanatical fan of Washington back when they were the Redskins. I uh, had this tremendous passion for football, played one year of high school football, was no good at it, uh, played left bench. My claim to fame was dropping an interception. <laughs> uh, barely uh, mm-hmm. passed through uh, um, high school, went to a small community college, had a chance to intern for six months, unpaid internship with Tony Dungy uh, off a, a local uh, um, fan radio station. Uh, the first 32 callers calling, you can represent a team on the air. I went out to Winter Park to represent the Jacksonville Jaguars in 1995 on the radio. I know the corner of my eye, I saw Tony Dungy. Uh, he took, took a liking to 
my scouting reports, I attended into uh, a former G- GM of the Redskins, Charlie Casserly, mm-hmm. and uh, he invited me into his um, office uh, for a six-month unpaid internship. And then I uh, went back to the real world, uh, selling Kirby vacuum cleaners door-to-door, uh, couch surfing, ended up at 24 years old at Bank America, and ended up writing a 350-page uh, self-published draft guide in 1998 and sent out three personalized copies my quote-unquote resume uh, with no guarantees to every team in the NFL, and that's how I landed my job with the New York Jets and pro scouting. Oh, look at that. Wow. Man, self-made. Self-made scout. I There's a lot it. of guys. I mean, yeah. Cashley himself, Cassidy of yeah. course, worked his way up. All right, so let's get into the nitty-gritty, um, but let's start with who might be a realistic play for the commanders. It seems like the conventional wisdom is at number two, they would select either Drake May or Jaden Daniels. Let's start with your Jaden Daniels assessment because it's different. You have a fifth-round grade on him, I believe, or maybe it's a third-round grade. Tell us about Jaden yeah, Daniels and what you don't like. Yeah, I have a third-round grade. You're right. You're right on him. Um, and the things about him is there's no question that he's the best runner in this draft class. Mm-hmm. There's no question he's the best deep ball thrower in this draft class. But the thing of it is, I've evaluated Jane Daniels going all the way back to ASU in 2021. And when you look at over three seasons, you look at the full body of work, that's where my concerns begin with Jaden Daniels. The big concerns are, number one, his frame. Mm-hmm. This guy looks like the most, you know, the thinnest, most slender, most frail frame quarterback I've seen in 40-plus years um, in, in the National Football League. And I know there's comparisons of Lamar Jackson, what Lamar looked like coming out, the pictures, whatnot. The thing of it is about Lamar is he plays the game like he's filled with anxiety. That's my concern about him not being able to put on more, you know, bulk to his frame. And the concern is, is we all remember, of course, from RG3, every time I close my eyes, I don't do it a lot when I watch film, obviously, but when I do close my eyes, all I can see is RG3 in that catastrophic injury that happened to him that, of course, we probably all remember. And so, and this guy doesn't just run as a hobby. You know, he, he had 617 carries, I believe, in college. And, and so this guy runs quite a bit. And the concern how this translates to the NFL game is when you, the, the bigger concern is when he's in the pocket. And this is something I saw in Kenny Pickett in, 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 when he came out in 2022, is just how uncomfortable Pickett looked in the pocket this is a quarterback's domain this is like our house or our apartment this is if you're not comfortable within the framework and the walls and the structure of the pocket then you know that's the huge concern here with him coming into the National Football League because the concern is if you watch his feet on film and on my website I post all the links to the games you can go look at it when you watch him on game film he has what we call in scouting happy feet he bounces around a lot, has a very hard time settling his feet. And, of course, the NFL, footwork is fundamental when it comes to throwing timing routes. You know, that's why they have the three, five, seven-step drops historically. But he's bouncing a lot. You can get away with that in college. You can manipulate college defense. It's a lot easier than you can in the NFL where things faster and more complex. And so the timing routes, I think what's going to get Jaden Daniels, to me, he's an ideal backup quarterback in the National Football League. And I do believe he's going to be a backup sooner than later for the reasons that I've pointed out. But the reason is that they're going to get him, if it's not the injury, it's going to end up being the fact that he's going to struggle in the short to intermediate passing game. Hmm. All right, so durability alone is not why you drop him. The bigger, I mean, I understand the durability concern, and that can ruin a career. But you think 
He's from inconsistent a, going through his progressions. From a technique standpoint, there's a lot of things there you don't like. A lot of things, yeah, absolutely, that are, that are a huge concern about him. He also has a, a slower time to throw uh, at, at 2.91 seconds, I believe, according to uh, PFF. So this is a guy that you know sits back there, and, and it comes down to the finer points, as you mentioned, to play in the quarterback position, and I don't think he's a good translation based on some of those fundamentals. You All compare right. him to Zach Wilson, right? <clears throat> uh, no, that was Caleb Williams. Okay. All right, All right. Well, well let's yeah. go to let's go to Caleb then. Okay. What are your thoughts on Caleb, and where do you have him uh, on your ranking? Well, Caleb Williams is a guy. I mean, I, I see what everybody else sees, and what the mainstream, you know, you know, pushes every day. You know, as far as the, you know, the elite, uh, you know, the athleticism, the 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 arm angles, the ability to, you know, create and extend. It's the same thing with Caleb. It's 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 to me, he's he's you know those things he has, but he's underdeveloped in the finer points of the game. Uh, like we're talking about with Jaden Daniels. That's the reason I've dropped him down to a fourth round uh, evaluation. And as of yesterday, I completely removed him from my board with his latest decision not to throw at the combine. My thought about the combine is the reason he doesn't want to throw, of course, everyone says maybe it's a fear of injury. But to me, um, this this guy has even a slower time to throw than Jaden Daniels. Uh, the slowest time to throw in the NFL, according to the next-gen stats, is 3.23 seconds with Justin Fields in Chicago. Okay, Caleb Williams' time to throw, according to PFF, is 3.21 seconds. Uh, this guy spends a lot of time back there, and his footwork is very erratic. Uh, he's... And, and, and again, timing routes are predicated on the footwork in the NFL. That's how they, you know, the receivers and the quarterbacks communicate, and, and they're able to get open and, and catch the passes. Well, him not throwing at the NFL scouting combine, to, to, to me, says and screams that he doesn't want to be in a situation in front of all the league executive scouts, decision makers on you know, the NFL network. He doesn't want to be out there throwing, trying to throw timing routes with his footwork with receivers he's unfamiliar with right and he doesn't trust mm-hmm. and that's a huge concern that is a probably the biggest red flag i've ever seen in, in doing this but hasn't that become the norm daniel that normal. a lot of these top guys they're protecting their draft position by not doing that and they're setting up he can only pro lose. days i mean is it a knock on marvin harrison jr that he's not showing up i think he's going to be just okay well, right. It, 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 a lot of these guys, you're right, choose not to, to you know, the throw and the workout and stuff at the combine, as you mentioned. But to me, this is this is especially you know true about Caleb Williams. Is it's it, to me, it seems like he puts himself above the process in, in more situations. Puts himself above the team, opting out of the Liberty Bowl. You know, he decided to set that off fear of injury. Also, you know, when he's running around back there, 32 fumbles and or 30, 32 fumbles in 36 games. Uh, there's you know it's a lot of fumbles. A, of a, <laughs> a lot of fumbles. A lot of fumbles. And those are really game killers. And 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 you look at too like the you know the post game conduct, refusing to shake hands reportedly with Utah after the game, refusing to meet with media after the UCLA game. Um, you know, there's all these different things. Um, you know, he's is out of structure as they get to begin with, both on and off the field. And this decision is unique. Why I removed him from my board is because these other guys you mentioned who don't you know show up to the event or you know opt like a Joe Burrow opted not to throw. They, they didn't have this this history of trying to put themselves or appearing to put themselves 
over the team and over the process. All right, we only have a couple minutes here, Daniel. (coughs) Talking to Daniel Kelly, former NFL scout. He now has a website, firstroundmock.com. Let's go to who the commanders are likely to pick. So it was either the conventional wisdom, at least, is Jaden Daniels. You've already talked about him. Or Drake May. I do see that you have a first round grade on Drake May, but you think there are some red flags there as well. What do you see when you watch the film? I think you've watched uh, two seasons of Drake May, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Drake May is a guy who I was really high on heading into the 2023 season. I even wrote, you know, you know, before the season started, he was giving me kind of Tom Brady vibes. I had him as my QB2 next to Spencer Rattler heading into the process in 2023. But on the film this last year, it was very concerning because he started to show on film, you could just, I could pick up this vibe of this, this strong frustration and this inward anger uh, that, that he had. And, and you could just see it kind of on his face. And how that, that translated to the game film was he started to press even more. And his, his, his ball placement downfield became a little bit more erratic. And if you look even as completion percentage, it confirms the game film because his completion percentage dropped from 2022 to 2023. And so my fear is that as the expectations continue to rise in the National Football League and he comes in and all these things are you know expected of him, that the, the fear is that he's going to continue to you know, kind of get more and more frustrated. The ball placements become more and more erratic. I do have him as a late first-round guy because there's a lot of things on film he shows that are are great. But I think he has to go to a team between 18 and 32 where he has that playoff team structure and that support around him. All right, and so the, the number one quarterback on the board, <clears throat> excuse me, Spencer the number Rattler. one quarterback is Spencer Rattler. So. Based on that ranking, you think that the Chicago Bears should select Spencer Rattler? I think the Chicago Bears, um, you know, thank you for your question. I think the Chicago Bears should, should trade out a one and take the draft hall and stick with Justin Fields and continue to build around him. Mm. Uh, I think they have a, a historic chance here to, to get a, a draft hall that's similar to what the uh, Miami Dolphins got from the San Francisco 49ers and, and build a, you know, because in this, in this game, it's a team sport and, you know, the ability to build a team over drafting one player to me is always more valuable. Mm-hmm. So take the picks, trade down, you know, build around fields for another year, at least, and see for once and for all by providing the right type of structure around him, both from a personnel standpoint and a play calling standpoint that plays to his strengths. Find out for once and for all in the last year of that rookie deal before making a change if a change is needed. Mm-hmm. Where did where did you have the guys last year uh, rated? Like, did you have Stroud one? Did you have him ahead of uh, Bryce? I had Bryce one yeah. and I had Stroud two. Okay. But Stroud was the only quarterback in, in all the years I've been doing this that I've ever labeled as generational. Mm. Really? What, 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 by the way, what is your just sort of thought process on how going in and then how Hal played last year? How is a guy that I had a fifth round grade pre draft coming into uh, the mm-hmm. league, coming out of North Carolina? I wrote him up for yard barker. To me, he, he's a guy that continued to play like a fifth round quarterback from a from a technique standpoint, from a fundamental standpoint. Again, going back to the finer points of the uh, the game. To me, there's just some some things about Sam Howell. He does a lot of things, you know, pretty well. He has a lot of opportunity, of course, too, to throw the ball, you know, in, in the enemy system last year. But to me, he's just too much of a sitting duck in the pocket. His timing was too off with his receivers. And, and, you know, he made too many dangerous throws. Uh, to me, he's a career backup. 
Okay, thank you. Oh, real Appreciate quick, it. real quick, in just a minute. You really like Penix as well and Joe Milton. Tell us why, in, in a minute or less, why you like Penix and Joe Milton. Absolutely. Penix is a guy that is a survivor. He overcame uh, four season-ending injuries in Indiana. Uh, he, he's bounced back two good years. He, to me, when I put on my NFL color glasses, uh, you know, this guy's an aggressive downfield flamethrower. Uh, this, this guy, you know, he looked like an NFL quarterback playing for the Washington Huskies last year. And, and I just like how stretches the field, and I like how he's overcome and continues to overcome adversity. Joe Melton III is a guy that is built like Cam Newton, has an arm strength like Jeff George, is a guy that, that, that also has some of the finer points of, of the game. And a lot of things fans don't know about Joe Melton III is he took, I mean, he played a full season of SEC football, took less sacks than Drake May or Caleb Williams, and has a faster time to throw. To me, he's a guy that, that it's like the New York Yankees finding a pitcher who can throw 106-mile-an-hour fastball. He has all the – I'm not going to say he's generational, but he has generational traits, physical traits, that we don't see often. And he's also maybe the most aggressive and the most alpha you know, demeanor on any football field at any given time. Daniel, thanks so much for the info, man. We appreciate it. It's Daniel Kelly, former Jet Scout, out at First Round Mock on Twitter and FirstRoundMock.com online. Thanks again. Thank you guys for having me on. Yep, yeah, of course. Appreciate it's, it. Daniel it's, Kelly, again, the Twitter is at First Round Mock. It's always wild when someone has such a divergent opinion mm-hmm. from kind of the status quo, but it doesn't mean he's wrong. It's just interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, look. Out. Yep. A couple of years ago, there were five quarterbacks drafted in the first round, and Trevor Lawrence is pretty much the only one that you could say is good, mm-hmm. and he kind of had a down year. Justin Fields is still a question mark, mm-hmm. and the other guys, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, they're bums. Right? Yeah, they're backups. So maybe they should have been fourth-round guys or fifth-round guys. But teams are still going to grasp, just like Cakes is grasping the caps make the playoffs. I do like to grasp. These, these GMs By and the coaches, way, we're all grasping. Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> but these GMs and coaches are grasping that – you know, they can look at the statistics of the first round quarterbacks over the last ten years, and that's not good. But they are still gonna take that shot. All right, we'll be joined by John Fanta in a little <clears throat> over an hour. That's at nine AM to talk college hoops here on the T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 
Don't forget, later in the show, we'll give you a chance to win Luke Bryan tickets. I don't know if we Keep talked listening. about this during uh, an entertainment page. And I, I'm like a lot of people, you get sick of the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift stuff. Mm-hmm. It's in the news all the time. I think they were partying somewhere. Uh, I don't pay that much attention to it. but They were in Vegas, weren't they? Supposedly, she has given him a set of rules. Did we talk about that? I've not heard. And one of the rules, which Taylor Swift has given Travis Kelsey... For the relationship, okay, is no strip clubs. Ah, oh, he doesn't seem like a guy who would be very amenable to a girl giving him a list of rules. I to know. Abide by. I, I I said this weeks ago. <laughs> There's no way this relationship. Lasts. I don't know if that's a real. Well, I mean, possible. how do we know that? And I, I don't know. Just reading a Yahoo News story, right? Someone just reporting it. Just I, like, I think just he like got Andy together. Reed was going to retire. I think he got together with some uh, Chiefs players. I don't know if they ended up going to a strip club. I don't think that would be hard for us for this age if somebody gave us something. Hey, no strip clubs. Okay. Right. Deal. That's fine. And I don't know that it's a normal part of Travis Kelsey's routine, but the fact that she supposedly has some rules, <laughs> it was also reported that she doesn't like him taking pictures like selfies with women. Right. Is she that high maintenance? I think probably well, a lot of women are probably like that way. It's not. I can understand it. Those don't seem like crazy requests to me. Those seem yeah, like selfies with a bunch of. Like, if you're in a monogamous relationship, like if you came and you, home you're on Taylor your phone, Swift, and there were a hundred selfies of you with other women. Your wife would not yeah. decide. I know, but cakes yeah. over the years when we've done appearances, if there's a junkies listener and they say, "Can I take a picture?" Sometimes it's women. Understood. He's Travis I, Kelsey. It's a million times more than us. The amount of people I, that want to take pictures. Trust me, I completely understand. And they make a million times more out of those photos. What do you think if if Kelsey was at a strip club and there's video of it? You think that wouldn't reflect poorly on Taylor? Of course. And again, want but a it, dumb boyfriend making an ass of herself in a club. But JP, if Travis Kelsey's out at a restaurant and there's a big Chiefs fan and she's you know 25 year old blonde, right? All right, he's he can take a picture with her. Yeah, I would think that he could. But I I'm mean, just telling you that Taylor Swift doesn't want that because Drab is correct. The theory behind Taylor is. That everything gets written about, everything gets scrutinized, and even if it's an innocent picture with a woman, a twenty-five-year-old blonde, as you say, Mm -hmm. that it's going to be like, oh, Travis is cheating on Taylor Swift. All right, what if it's a fifty-two-year-old blonde, big fatty? Is she going to have a problem with that? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what her actual rules are. I I, I just think that I'm a little bit the B that if there are a set of rules, he's probably not going to love it for that long. And even if, even if she was with another guy, one of those lead singer dudes. And it's different. It's just like crossing the line. It's a different level of craziness, in my opinion. But he was like making out with people at his concert. Yeah, okay? that's for sure. And I think it was even making out with like dudes. Yeah. Like that was like a thing he was doing. Yeah. If you're into that, fine. Whatever. Float your boat. But I don't think Taylor loved her boyfriend making out with dudes <laughs> at his not. concert. And I don't think any woman would like their husband or boyfriend going, going to, to strip clubs, clubs without them. Generally but if speaking, it's a bachelor party, what if, what if you're getting a fat cash appearance? <laughs> right. Because there is a loophole. Right. Can be, then they, or what about a bachelor day, party? Like a bachelor party. If it's a bachelor party, one of your boys. So yeah. let's say, um, I don't know, who's it? Justin Watson, the other tight end on the on the Chiefs. He's getting married, and they're going to Vegas, and they go to Crazy Horse. Right. People He's got to say, I'm out. Clubs. She says no. She says <laughs> like, can't honestly, go. This is an honest question. I'm old. And I've always felt uncomfortable. I've never gone to a strip club and not felt uncomfortable. Yeah, These guys are designed to make He's, you feel uncomfortable. Huh? 
They're supposed to make you feel like. When's the last time you went to a strip club? I don't know. Somebody probably paid me. But that's probably the last time I went to a strip club. But honestly, I've yeah. never it's gone when we one. got paid. I like listen. I like seeing naked chicks. I'm as hetero as they come. <laughs> he I'm gets very the uncomfortable on the air. But going to a strip club mm. is brutal. <laughs> These poor broken women are spreading their legs for a dollar. I'd love to go it, again to get paid. <laughs> it I, makes me feel I, awful. I feel I don't for like plight. It. I understand it's a way for them to make money. I would do a, a, a lucrative cash appearance at one again. That's I would the do only it too. But of course, I, I did one. I stood up against the wall, yeah. and I couldn't wait to get out. But, but I will say this: I would never, ever. Now, maybe when I was 23, 24, 25, whatever. But I'll never go to a strip club again in my entire life unless I'm paid. Unless I'm paid. I'm with you. I'm, I'm but, with you. Same lockstep. Do people still do it? Is it still a thing that young? I guess it's just a rite of passage. I think it's but younger it's, guys do it. Yeah. I don't think it's, it's just younger guys. No, I, I think they're old. Yeah. I haven't been old in a strip dudes. club in 15 years. But I, I, don't, I feel like if you have any dignity. I'm sorry. You're not going to Gentleman's establishment. Okay, a strip club just sounds over, tacky. Over but I think 40, there are a lot of people that go. Gentlemen's club. By the way, athletes we know go on the regular, like NBA players, they're NFL in, players. Yeah, they're young. They're young, <laughs> they're guys. young okay. and dumb. So if that's part of the culture, she's saying stop doing that. My point is, I can understand I, it in a relationship. You don't want your boyfriend or husband totally going to a strip club. But I'm wondering if there's a carve out for he's got a bunch of teammates. Want to go out? She doesn't care about that. So he, if Justin Watson has his bachelor party and they go to the Crazy Horse or name another strip club, that's the only one Spearmint I can remember. Rhino. He probably yeah, whatever. About it. I might even be wrong on Crazy Horse. Yeah, Spearmint Rhino yeah. in Vegas. He's got to say, "Boys, I'm out." If he I, wants to keep I mean, dating her, then I don't. Yeah, think this if that's the deal. I mean, I don't think so either. It, there's no way. It can I don't think there's <laughs> no. I don't think there's a chance she'd say, "All right, if you go to a strip club with all your buddies, you, you, I'm breaking up with you." Right, but she's not gonna like it. No it's women different. really likes. It's different than than any pro athlete whose girlfriend is along for the ride. She's the f- most famous one. They're right. at best, at worst, they're on equal footing now. Correct. So he's got no upper hand in this relationship of being the star. That's why I can't. It can't work. Well, no, I think it can work. A lot of times these celebrity relationships work because they understand each other. But he doesn't get special rules because he's Travis Kelsey, the NFL star, with Taylor Swift. What I see is she pawns him and pops him and everything else. But that also depends on how he feels about her to to her feelings about him. She might be all in and wants to get married and have kids with Kelsey. He might just want to just fly around the world and hang out with her. Looks like all he wants to do is go out there and get high. He goes out there and parties all the time. He's got the weed all the time. He might, but he also is very tight with his brother who became like this family man. So he may... Want to go through that phase, and then deep down wants to be a family man like his brother. I, I would, I would think, I would think any guy at some point would probably want to settle down and have a family and kids. I would think most normal guys would want that. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. kind of like how you're wired. To me, he seems like he just wants to go out there and just party. He's still like, yeah, like he's in party mode for the next three to five years. Well, part of it be this whole thing is, I know you guys didn't pick up on it until I pointed out, but his little slogan. It was the Beastie Boys. I mean, we got to fight for the right to party. Can he come up with something a little more contemporary? I mean, that song came out when we were in high school. He's an I unbelievable football player. I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> He's not your guy. I would love him on my team. I don't have anything in common with that dude. <laughs>
You'd love him on your team about three years ago. Outside of his oh, little playoff. Oh, I would take his production his last year. His Did he score like 90 catches or whatever? Yeah, but it was, just, yeah, it was just down. It was based a the touchdowns were down. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Touchdowns were down. That's just a, a, a fantasy lens bias. Yeah. That's all that is. All right. Don't forget, later we will talk some college hoops with John Fanta coming up at 9. But when we come back, are we looking at surge pricing from fast food establishments? We'll get into that next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 